from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, ESPN Right Time is the podcast, HBO's Game Theory, which has another premiere date. We got January, Bo. We're hyped for this. What's going on, man? No, January 20th. It's not just January. We got Friday night. So we'll be coming on after Bill Maher uh coming up that's a big thing man that is a huge thing very very excited for another season of game theory are you already are you already workshopping the Kyrie Irving long form in uh, in segment a for that show yo the problem is you got to ballpark these days from so far out that I don't know how you do that with Kyrie like I recorded a podcast yesterday morning I went to a meeting I came back had to record it again because <laughs> in the in-between time Kyrie had done that ridiculous interview Get ready to put it out on Friday. Then he gets suspended. Then he apologizes. I'm like, yo, we're just going to sleep. Ain't no podcast for the people tomorrow. <laughs> Bobani Jones joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Look, from my from my perspective on Kyrie Irving, um, he 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 went into the, the the gateway drug, so to speak, of conspiracy theories, right? Um, and anti-Semitism is, you know, basically conspiracy theories for for dummies. And then you can kind of go from there. And I feel like Kyrie is so far gone with this stuff. Where do you where do you see this going for him and the Brooklyn Nets, or what the NBA might do with him? Because this is it now, and he's finally apologized for amplifying uh, a movie that's filled with all these falsehoods. But this isn't it for Kyrie. He's gonna do something else. So how do they handle this? Well, I said on Sunday that they should waive him and trade Kevin Durant and get started on the future. And I think people misunderstood where I was coming from. I really wasn't stating that from a real moralistic perspective because I think the market speaks on those sorts of things and people will let you know what they can tolerate. So it's not about me saying, hey, hey, he has to go for this. No, that'll bear itself out. But my rationale is the same as yours. If it ain't one thing, it's another. It's (laughs) always going to be something with him. And more importantly, he's got no back down in him. Mm Mm-hmm. And since he's not willing to back down, you're always going to wind up in these places. So if I'm the Nets, I would have said, forget a five-game suspension. That would have been the end of the road. He's not coming back at the end of the year anyway. Your team is not going to be very good this year no matter what. So I would have just torn the whole thing down. Now, what surprises me about the NBA in this is this is how you know Adam Silver and David Stern are different people. David Stern would have let everybody know what this was going to be. There wouldn't be no hiring and no email Udoka in a time like this. Mm-hmm. None of that would have happened on Stern's watch. So the five-game suspension is out. We'll see what happens after that. That sounds slash feels fairly appropriate. Like, that's not insignificant, a five-game suspension in an NBA. No, it's not. Especially for a team that can't really afford to lose five games in a row, which could easily happen um, with Kyrie being out of there. But I think the, this is all the Nets letting this happen, not just now, but for a course of years. Mm-hmm. And they had a chance to at least try to act like they ran their own team. And, no, they put this guy in charge of all people in the world. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Bobani Jones, ESPN Right Time is the podcast, Game Theory on HBO, uh, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Last part of this conversation before we move on to something else. And I'm not, I'm not equipped to, to, to handle this kind of conversation. I don't know if you're equipped to handle this conversation. But I am curious – you know, in, in the NBA or, or, or what we've seen in other instances, when an owner, whether it's Robert Sarver or Donald Sterling, uh, gets into, what well, call it what it is, racist, when, when the racism comes out, you will see 
uh, you will see players step up and call it out. Uh, in the case of Donald Sterling, there was almost a boycott, and Robert Sarver they let the kind of like the the market take care of itself, and Sarver got out of the paint with the Phoenix Suns. But with with Kyrie, I mean, I'm going to call it what it is. With anti-Semitism, it's 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 racism as well, and this is this is hurting people. When a player does this, how do you feel other players should kind of handle this? Um, I don't have a great answer for this. And the reason I don't have a great answer for this is I find, not saying this about you in particular, but I find this line of questioning that comes up at these times to be dishonest and disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I find it to be dishonest is it feels very much so like a, hey, black people, you have to denounce everything that happens. Otherwise, why should we ever listen to you? Mm-hmm. Which is a fundamental under- underpinning that people have when this comes up. I'd also note about Sarver and Sterling, you had some players say something and you had a bit of an organized response from the union, but it's not like every single player just standing on a soapbox and couldn't wait until it was time for somebody to do something about them. And I also think it's worth noting whether this is right or wrong. You're expecting people to act exactly the same when they are the people who are the objects of whatever it is that we're talking about as they would when they are not. Um, the people who are the most vocal about Kyrie Irving right now are not as vocal when something happens that is racist against black people, right? We don't go to everybody else and demand that every member of that crew slam somebody under these circumstances like we do with players um, when something like this happens. Like, this isn't, that's just simply not the way that it goes. So how should the players respond? I think that it would be fairly simple for some people to be like, hey, man, Kyrie out of pocket right now. Right. Like, I don't think you I don't even necessarily think that you need to go farther than saying that he is out of pocket. But you're also dealing with a generation of players that's been trained to absolutely not say anything. Number one. And number two, I think some of them see the okie doke that I just spelled out here. Like, look, I've been critical of Kyrie and I've been critical of Kyrie in public. And boy, did my phone light up when people wanted to put me on television to be the black dude to be critical of Kyrie Irving. I mean everything I say, but I will not be used. And I feel like the people who are raising that question primarily about the players Mm -hmm. are really just playing a gotcha game with them. There's nothing there's nothing truly sincere underneath it. Like, I don't know. And I know Nick Riddell and I like Nick. But do you think that Nick is asking questions with the same fervor if he's directly in front of Robert Sarver? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not, because it doesn't hit him in the same way. But nobody's demanded that Nick Friedel come down the same way on things like what Sarver said, as he does on this matter with Kyrie. Bomani Jones, ESPN, Right Times of Caught podcast, Game Theory on HBO. All right, speaking of ownership. Daniel Snyder, I guess, got uh, got Bank of America to start looking at some potentials for, I don't know, selling a minority stake or maybe selling the team altogether. Uh, immediately, people want to think, oh, well, may, you know, maybe things have finally got up to him. Isn't this more about isn't this more about other owners looking at Daniel Snyder going, hey, man, workplace environment's one thing. But if the if the feds are looking at your inappropriate use of money, where you're putting your money, now we have a problem. You're supposed to be sharing that stuff with us. Are you skimming off the top? Isn't that what it always comes back down to? The money? And now the owners are a little upset with Dan Snyder? Yeah, I mean, I think the timing of this, it's impossible to believe that it's a coincidence that the timing of this is the same day that this criminal probe was announced, yeah. right? So I am imagining that that's the reason why Snyder said it. Now, the question is, how far into this process is he actually going to go? Yes, he is thinking about selling this team. What does that mean? What mm-hmm. number would it take? But I do think 
the owners are trying to do everything they can to not have to vote him out. But it is very clear that they are trying to keep him out. And at the very least, Snyder's trying to buy himself some measure of time by saying, okay, I'll look and see if somebody's willing to be willing to buy the cheese. Maybe somebody <laughs> will, maybe somebody won't, you know. But, I mean, his time is up, and it's just a matter of how long it's going to be before he gives up the fight. I see. I don't know. He's Sometimes I, I wonder with Dan Snyder, is that he looked at the reaction to the possibility of him selling the team, and he goes, wait, this you guys would like this? No, forget it. I'm actually not going to sell the team now, even though he could make billions off of it. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Uh huh. He wants to own the Washington Commanders. That's what they're called now. Yes. That's what he wants to own. There is nothing that he can do with the money that will give him the sense of satisfaction and identity that he gets from owning this team. So, no, 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 no. He doesn't want to. It's like with Donald Sterling, where they're like, oh, boy, you really punished him by giving him billions of dollars. No, trust me, you punished him. Yes. You punished him greatly because he wants to be the owner of the Clippers. But Monty Jones, ESPN Right Time is a podcast. Game Theory, HBO, coming back in January alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Bo's on the Heaster Automotive Group. Sticking with the NFL, I find it interesting that, I don't know, maybe the Rams were a trailblazer on the whole, screw these picks, let's just try to win now. Because uh, a lot of the moves that have been made are to go all in. But you're seeing two teams that maybe you can't get past. You know, the the Bills, they got they, they just got better. And they're going to continue to look good. And last night, hey, man, the Eagles the Eagles even made moves to get better around Jalen Hurts. I, I love what the Dolphins did, but I don't know if they can get up to that level right now like the Bills. And I'm not sure there's a team in the NFC that can get past the Eagles right now. No, but it's a single elimination tournament. So unless we're saying that we think the Eagles are going to go 17-0 and nah. and then 20-0 on the back end, then we think that somebody can mess around and get them. I still think it's going to come down to whether or not Jalen Hurts can beat you throwing the ball in the playoffs. And that's something I'm not going to believe will happen until it does. I'm not saying it can't, but I'm not going to believe positively that it will happen um, until I see it. Buffalo, now, they do look a bit like a juggernaut. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, on that, Sunday, was, my favorite joke on Sunday was uh, Josh Allen dressed like 2018 Josh Allen for Halloween, and they still messed around and won. Yeah, no, 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 no. They're 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 a problem, and it's so wild because they're you know Carolina North is basically what everybody calls them. Yep. But even the fifteen and one Panthers team ain't look like this. No, 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 no. That was that was the the, fifth, the fifteen and one Panthers team. I think now that we've getting we've gotten further from it, it's more of oh Cam Newton dragged another team. They had a great defense too. Uh, the whole you know thieves alley and everything else. But Cam Newton was dragging that offense, man. 
this is this is a team that went and got better at wide receiver with Stephon. That's not Cam never had that. Okay, he never no. once had that. They actually got weapons in Buffalo, and they doubled down with Von Miller because of what they want. They got to get past Kansas City again. So these are things that I, I really love what the Bills are doing. And yeah, you just opened up a wound for uh, for Panthers fans because those guys should be in charge of the Panthers, not the Bills right now, man. Yeah, no, it's a. I just I am shocked by what they have put together up there. There's just no other way to put it. Like you saw it building, you saw it coming, and of course, you know I was hard on Josh. I like to say, well, Josh Allen was sorry. I said he was sorry. Yeah, he uh, was. Now he looks like a superhero. It's bananas. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.